Our next witness is Michelle Malkowski. <clears throat> Can I get you to spell your full name and state your full name also? Uh, hi, my name is Michelle M. Oh man, I'm going to cry already. <laughs> M-I-C-H-E-L-L-E. And my last name is Malkowski. M-A-L-K-O-S-K-E. And um, Ms. Malkowski, do you promise to tell the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth? Uh, so help me God. Thank you. Uh, where are you from? I was born and raised here in Manitoba. In Winnipeg? Yes. I understand you've been a nurse for about eight years. Is that yes. right? Yes, I've been a nurse for eight years. I did my training in Brandon, and then um, one of my first jobs was here in WRHA Community Nursing. And can you tell us what uh, professional body oversees you um, as a nurse, What's yeah. it, if you can recall what it's named? <laughs> yeah, so I am governed by the College of Licensed Practical Nurses of Manitoba, um, and then we also have the Manitoba Nurses Union. Um, so I, I gather from what you just told us, you were working for the WRHA in 2020, is that right? Correct, yes. And I understand you were doing home care? Yes. And you were doing that uh, casually, is that right? Yes, I did not hold a position at the time, I was just casual so I could pick up as I would like as I was also homeschooling my kids. Can you tell us how many hours you would work every two weeks? Yeah, I would usually work two to three shifts um, in a pay period. Um, yeah. Okay. Um, now I gather that towards the end of 2021, um, like many others, there were some vaccine mandates that came in that affected your employment. Can you tell us about that? Yes, they had led up to this um, a few times. They had sent out memos saying that we're going to require to know if you're vaccinated or not, um, or if you would submit to testing. Um, and then I believe it was, ooh, sorry, I have it written down, October 20th of 2021. Um, I spoke with, oh man, I spoke with my manager and uh, he said, well, you need to fill out this form. And I said, okay, I will fill out this form to the best of my ability and I will submit it because I would like to continue to work. So I filled out the form and I sent it in and, and he says, oh, you need to, you need to check a box. I'm like, well, but I filled out the form the best I could, as you asked, and I'm submitting it to you this way. Uh, he said, well, let me get back to you then. Um, and so he got back to me and said, well, uh, this is to confirm that all of your future shifts that you have signed up for. Oh, man. All your future shifts are, cancel are canceled. They're just gone. Due to your decision to not to not disclose your vaccination status as per WRHA policy, this is of course something. If you would like to change, you are welcome to sign up for shifts at any time, as needed by both you and your employer. So from that point on, I missed six months of work, which is about fifteen thousand dollars working part time. Um, magically, in uh, April, it was okay for me to return to work, um, and I was allowed to sign up for shifts again with no other questions. That would have been April 2022, is that right? Correct. Um, now, you, who informed you? Do you recall who it was that informed you regarding the, um, 
your placement on leave or an inability to get shifts? Uh, it was just my, my manager that was above me. Okay, did you ever make any other inquiries or ask any other questions? I submitted them a notice of liability. Um, they just said, okay. <laughs> and I said, okay, well, I guess this is where we're at. Uh, they told me that I did have the option to test if I wanted to, and I declined um, and said I'll just wait it out. And it only took six months of waiting. Did you contact the, uh, the professional college that you were a part of? Um, I did not contact the college, but they definitely were in contact with all of us. They had uh, messaged us saying, um, if you have made the personal choice not to be vaccinated for COVID, please continue to respect your client's rights to safe and ethical care and to make choices that do not deprive them of access of competent nursing service. <clears throat> yeah. So um, you would have lost your income during that time. Now I understand you, um, you have children, is that right? Yes, I have three children. I have a 15-year-old stepchild who, as we heard from Kira, um, they had a rough time. And then I also have two smaller children that I was homeschooling at the time as well. And are you married at the moment? Yes. And can you tell us a bit about uh, what happened with your husband's work situation also? Uh, yes. Um, he also was put on a leave of sorts as the facility where they get windows from was shut down in Toronto, so he had no income either. So we were without income for approximately three months. Um, it was unfortunate. I know it was, it was a decision that we did not take lightly as I could go to work if I did agree to be tested. <laughs> I would use other terms, but that's probably not appropriate. Um, but I did not agree to be tested, so we wanted to stand our ground. Um, during that time, we took the kids to rallies and stuff because I thought it was important for them to also understand the gravity of what was happening around them and to them and to us. Now, I gather your, your husband was a uh, window installer, is that right? Yes, sorry. He, he sold... He was actually the salesman who sells the, the sale windows. He didn't salesman. install them. Right. Yeah. But he would, he would attend customers' houses to do estimates. Is that right? Yes. So in his attendance to people's homes, people would ask him prior to entering their home for his vaccination card, just to give a quote on windows. So it would be fair to say he, he wasn't able to do those estimates and lost income. Correct. Can you tell us a bit about the effect on your family? I guess you were homeschooling at the time. Yes, I was homeschooling my two younger children. That was a decision that I have always wanted to do. Um, so for them, it was it was not as bad. The 15-year-old the had a much harder time because he couldn't go out and see his friends and all of the social things that come with being a teenager. Um, for the two younger ones, the sports that they were in, uh, they were not... They were allowed to go, however, I had to sit outside the emergency exit door to be able to watch them because I was not allowed in the facility. I, I understand there were some impacts on your, your wider family. 
and some um, of those relationships. Can you tell us about those too? Yeah, I I was quite outspoken about my views um, personally, and I, as a nurse, I also need to keep my professional um, guidelines, professional and ethical values, I suppose. Um, so I did speak out to my family about how I felt. Um, I have nurses within the family who, they told me I should lose my license and that I should not be practicing as a nurse, which is awful to hear from your own family. Yeah, it's crazy, just crazy. Um, but yes, so there's some family that we do not speak to anymore and they do not want to speak to us. Um, it's unfortunate, uh, but they are entitled to their own decisions and their own values and ideals as well. Um, do you know if there are there were other nurses similar to you who experienced um the same thing as you, or are you yes. aware of other nurses in the same position as you? Yes, I am actually. I was very blessed to be with quite a few nurses who shared the same values and ideas as myself. Um, I am so grateful to have those people to lean on. Um, when we would show up at work, we knew who we could trust, we knew who we could talk to, we knew who we could confide in, and that was so such a blessing to have. Um, as you, as you go through, as we went through this pandemic, you could walk into someone's home and they would point blank ask you, how many shots have you had? And I'm like, I'm, I'm just here to help you. I doesn't matter, you didn't care about anything else like that six months beforehand. Um, I, can, I can provide you service or I can leave, but I will not answer that question for you. And it was just, that was definitely something tough to have to go through. I know I wasn't the only one. Um, a lot of the nurses would wear their I am, I am COVID vaccinated sticker. And to a lot of clients, they would see that as a sign that that nurse was okay. If you didn't have the sticker on your badge, they would, I personally was questioned, well, where's your, where's your vaccination sticker? I don't see it on your badge. It just blew my mind, but. There was definitely a few other nurses in my in my office and also in in my group um, that also have stories to share. I'm sure, and they'll come out as they as we go on with this. Do you know of any others that have that made the same decision as you? To, uh... um, I believe there was at least two others, maybe maybe three. I think that made the same decision as me to not test and to just not go to work and to to sacrifice that because of their beliefs. I know that there's some that did not have that option. There was probably many who did not have that option and and had to go in and test every two to three days and I I couldn't imagine having to choose that. So that would be tough. Do you know if the staffing levels were affected by um, your loss for six months not working? Um, in, in my office specifically, I know it was tough for them. I know they lost a few. I, I got page outs all the time about overtime and shifts that were available, and I would respond back. 
I'm available to work. <laughs> and they're like, did you change your mind or are you going to sign a sheet? And I said, nope. They're like, well, then you can't. I'm like, well, I guess it's not that important for people's care because I am a very competent nurse and I'm willing to provide care. Do you have any thoughts about how this could have been handled differently? Whew, that's a tough one. Um, I have many thoughts on how it could have been handed, handled differently. Uh, that would take a very long time to talk about. Um, I just feel there could have I feel there could have been a better way. I feel like the people tried to do the best with what they knew at the time. And it may not be what I think was ideal. I, I feel the discrimination, if you want to call it that, against uh, people who refuse to just even show vaccination, whether they were or not, is unnecessary. And that it never should have come to that. It's, if you if you need help and you need health care and you need service, you should be entitled to that, regardless of whether you're going to show a paper or not show a paper or wear a mask or not wear a mask. It's you deserve care. That's part of that's part of my my creed as a nurse. Part of our our thing is to provide the right person the right medication at the right time, the right way, and also allow them the right to refuse. Um, how is the work environment now? Now it's it's like it never happened. And in my opinion, I I go to work and it's I love my job still. I I have to show up. I have to wear a mask, but it's it's still a great job that I love. I've never been questioned about this ever again. Um, nobody's ever come hounded at my door about it ever again. Um, the only problem I'm having now is if I do go to apply for another job at other companies, there is a mandate still for a lot of companies that you need to provide a COVID vaccination, and that's quite frustrating. So I'm grateful to have had this job and to not have been let go and that I was put on leave. And yeah, I'm very grateful for what I have right now. And um, I just hope that it can change in the future, and I guess we'll see. You, you mentioned that some other, is it other private companies that still have policies yeah, that require uh, vaccinations? Yeah, a lot of companies are able to make their own policies and procedures and how they want that to go. I was trying to look up the WRHA policy about it, but I couldn't find it. But I, I believe the last that I was aware of was that you needed to provide proof of vaccination as a new hire at the WRHA, but I am not 100% certain on that. But I know one company that I did apply for in the last few weeks, they, they requested my vaccination papers for that. I don't believe I have any other questions. I'll ask the commissioners if they have any questions. You mentioned that you had two to three shifts per pay period. Can you tell me what the average age of your clients would be? Uh, most people that I see are between the ages of 50 and 80. Thank you. Any other questions? I want to thank you, Michelle, for your testimony on behalf of the National Citizens Inquiry. Thank you very much. Thank you.